0: Okay, starting. Okay, (laughs) Eileen and Kelly from (laughs) Dana315. It's on air right now. Starting our first podcast ever in Mm. 2022. Yay, 2022. It's, what day is today? January
1: 18th? Soon to be
0: 19th. Mm,
1: Yeah, because it's nearly midnight right now. Mm. Mm. And we're just trying to... Record the late night conversation that we always have.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is something that's that really helped us get through the semester through mm-hmm. a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Just coming back home, sitting on both sides of her bed, <laughs> even looking down at uh, me. Oh, not looking down like. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, like yeah. the angle is kind of tricky, yeah. but. <laughs> <laughs> the wording too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, this is something that really. I think it really helped me become the person that I am today. I think I was very different. Oh, like, really? I mean, yeah, it's not the only thing, but it was like one of the big things that helped me live mm. more. um Mm. like mindfully mm-hmm, live mm-hmm. more positively have more just like fun in mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. and have this like shy attitude hey! about life you yeah know? and mm.
1: like the language learning session yeah. <laughs> yeah actually same for me too I feel mm-hmm. like It's really the time that, you know, after every day, like after all the classes, all the work, you know, studying insaneer like until like midnight and then when you come back, there's just a small chunk of time for us to just reflect upon ourselves and like talking the things out and like think about it through our conversation. I think that also helped me a lot too. Yeah, to just think more
0: and like, you know, be more mindful. Mm, i think it's a very grounding experience Mm -hmm. to always have this little wrap-ups to our days Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you just oh now that i think like Mm. having a a conversation like this every night helps me go to sleep very like content and satisfied with Mm -hmm. my life and my day Mm -hmm. but maybe like if i were alone and I was lost in my thoughts, Mm. I might go to sleep thinking, like, about some bad thoughts.
1: Exactly. I feel like sometimes we just need to articulate it out, and, like, someone can just, you know, to share your experience, to share your thought, and that's a really important part, because I was, like, before you came back yesterday, I was, like, spending my time alone, like, in our room, in Dana Mm -hmm. 315, even though it's really, like, I have all the space, like, just to myself, But then I feel like I don't, like, talk as much. I don't Mm -hmm. share my thought. I don't share, like, what's been going on. And that's really a part that I missed when I'm without Mm -hmm. you. So, yeah, I'm so glad
0: that we're all back together right now. But I also want to note that... You said, like, having someone to talk to Mm. helps, but I have to clarify that. Mm. It's not anyone that Mm. you can talk to, like, this, (laughs) you know... Uh Yeah, it's really hard to find Mm. someone who's genuinely listening to you and Mm. who genuinely makes you feel hurt Mm -hmm. and who you can bounce off ideas without feeling Mm. the fear of being judged Mm -hmm. or, like the fear of annoying the other person or bothering the other person, you just feel in a very safe and welcoming environment. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think you're more brave to share anything that Mm -hmm. you want to. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think I told you this before. But like one thing about you like that I notice, even when we're just like starting to be a roommate, it's just that you always ask questions in conversations. Mm. Even when we're not that close, I feel like, you're curious about me, like you want to learn more about me. That's like a reason why I feel like I'm, even in the beginning, I think it's comfortable for me to like share my experience with you. And also like, you know, I just really love how you just like to ask a lot of questions. I remember yesterday, like after you came back and you were asking me, oh, what's her highlight for New York, right? I just... I feel like you're one of the few people who I know that actually ask questions like this, yeah, to be honest, yeah, mm-hmm. and that just make me feel like someone wanna hear my stories and someone wanna you know know
0: what I've been up to, and that just make me really grateful, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad you feel that way, mm-hmm. <gasps> something I've noticed uh is um i told you that you make me feel hurt right mm-hmm. cuz you're like i know that you're listening and you care about what i'm saying mm-hmm. and i can detect that from how you always ask and what about you like mm-hmm. what do you think about it mm-hmm. you always want to know back mm-hmm. about what i just asked mm-hmm. and um uh when i was spending time recently with my close friend mm-hmm. i noticed that that friend doesn't ask that questions, And I've never noticed that before. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. And only after spending time, like, at the beginning of the break, we spent, like, 24-7, like, mm. a week, right? mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And that made me really clear that some people ask that question and some people want to know back about your opinion. But mm-hmm. for some people, maybe they never ask Mm, mm -hmm. and the contrast was very stark Mm -hmm. and one another point about spending so much time together was Mm. with some people after like spending a week like a whole week 24-7 every minute every second of it almost together you would Mm. maybe get tired maybe you would want to break from them right Mm -hmm. but when I was living, you like Ah! from Philly bro oh was so hard like and then I already missed you on the like and you also sent me a picture saying you missed me and I I was like holy shit like this must be like another level of connection to be missing someone after spending a whole (laughs) ass week
1: right and like just like maybe in a half an hour after we're (laughs) apart we're like oh I miss you so much (laughs) yeah I mean because it's something that we expect for such a long time. And, like, we're always, like, just planning to spend a Christmas like, in New York. And then, like, you cannot go. And just, yeah, that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. there A lot that. of things, like, unexpected things happen when you're traveling. That's mm. what I learned.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of unexpected things and yeah. surprises happen. <laughs> yeah. There are pros and cons. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Life is a box of chocolate. <laughs> Quoting. Oh <my laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But just going back to like um the point that you were saying, how we are both like actually asking questions back to like, you know, I just it kinda make me think about the movie just we we just watched and like the topic they're talking about, curiosity. It really makes sense that, you know, because we want to know, we're curious about, like, how the other, like, how you are doing, what you have did, how is it, like, you know, share all the things experienced with me. But for mm-hmm. some, maybe, like, for some other people, even if it's their significant other, they don't even want to ask back or, like, they don't even try to initiate to ask. And I think, yeah, we just talk about this but they're like
0: too narcissistic yeah (laughs) and yeah a lot of people are like that Mm. just being on the spotlight is enough for them like finding Mm. out about another person Mm. getting to know them better is not really Mm. what is interesting to them Mm. just being on the pedestal and like boasting about themselves talking about themselves and Mm. Um. Yeah, I think a lot of people really love talking about themselves on yeah. and on and on. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: That's what gives them, like, that thrill, but not listening to others. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, I just kind of feel like I was just thinking about the movie, right? So, mm-hmm. in the movie, um, the, M- Malcolm is the male director, and, like... Marie is like the female, like his girlfriend. And I just kind of realized like when he's talking on and on all about, all about himself and like when he's trying to explain himself, everything. And I just feel like he doesn't really care about Murray like to some extent. And then the whole story is about his inspiration of his film was actually drawn from Marie's life and that's what she experienced but even though he said that like I love you so much to Marie but I don't feel like he's treating her as a real person because he wasn't like you know he's only caring about himself and his work and I think he only saw Marie as like you know an object that's kind of like contributing to his work like, an inspiration, Mm. like, a muse, Mm. instead of, like, a real person, like, so when he's saying, I love you, I wonder what he actually loves about her, I kind really, like, I kind of can relate to Maria about, like, how she feels like she's only being used as, like, you know, for the film instead of, like, actually being cared and being, like, loved, you know? It depends on how you define love, I think,
0: Yeah. (laughs) and that makes me think about um just in general Mm -hmm. not only malcolm and marie yeah a lot of people fall Mm -hmm. in love with the idea of the other person not Mm -hmm. them as a whole person Mm -hmm. just maybe a romanticized version of that person Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then when they see the human side of them the flaws the Mm. imperfections Mm. that is very different from the idealized Mm. um version that they've created in their mind and that 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 they're cherishing and loving Mm. they get mad at them Mm. almost angry at breaking their illusion
1: ah mm -hmm. so it's like after they actually spend a amount of time together Mm. and then one find out that oh it's not what i was expecting like Mm. oh he or she or they they're not perfect Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and then maybe how that anger manifests is what malcolm was like Mm. ranting about to marie about how you're always too self-indulgent you're so exhausting you know He doesn't want to admit that he he is in love with the idealized version and that he is refusing to accept that she's a real person with flaws and imperfections that doesn't fit he, the mold that he she, he's trying to fit her into. Mm. And that's why, like, the anger is manifested in other things as frustration, mm-hmm. exhaustion, mm-hmm. blaming her. Mm. Maybe that's what I thought. And... Mm sometimes you want to blame the disappointment you have on others mm. not on the illusion you've created by mm.
1: yourself exactly exactly it's really like yeah that really mm. makes sense but I wonder what he actually loves about Marie, you know um mm. that's just a thing that kind of like I'm still thinking what, mm-hmm. do you have any thought on that like even though I know that he said that oh I like the what you think about things and, like, your instincts, I think. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I think that's really abstract, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I just wonder what he actually loves about her. Mm -hmm. Maybe for me, I'm, like, more, like, prone to believe that he's just, you know, kind of using her as an inspiration and, like, Mm -hmm. for his work and... You know, maybe seeing himself as a savior for her.
0: That's just for me,
1: though. Yeah, that's just my perspective.
0: Mm. Savior. Yeah. That's a really big word. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have savior complex. Mm. They want to help a person and then feel needed mm. and feel... Um, like, someone who can change someone. Yeah. Significant, you know?
1: Yeah, because he's the one who's, like, um, you know, helped Murray to be clean, to, you know, took her to rehab, and, like, mm. changed her as a person. I feel like, more or less, he think that, like, he kind of saved her.
0: Yeah. Mm. And he was repeating that so many times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that would mean that he doesn't love her for the person she is but for the feeling she brought to her her. yeah yeah.
1: exactly exactly Mm
0: -hmm. and maybe it's not just the savior Mm. complex but also like about her um, how her complexities mm. intrigue him, mm. keep him excited, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. But maybe if she's not as complex as she is, and maybe if she's, like, a very calm and stable person, <laughs> you know, uh, the intrigue is not there, so mm. he is yeah, not that interested. Not that into, like,
1: this relationship mm. as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too, so I think based on their personality of both being married. (laughs) Yeah, like, I think they were kind of compatible, even though they were, like, fighting in the whole film. Like, that's just their way of, like, communicating, maybe. Yeah.
0: So, Mm. I'm just wondering, like, Mm. when you love the person themselves, how is the difference between just loving the idea of them or the feeling that they give you, what would be the difference? Oh my God, that's a hard one because I feel like
1: it's never, it's like nearly impossible to actually distinguish whether you're loving that person as who they actually are versus like how you think about them because I feel like a hard thing is just that it might be impossible for us to even actually know that person, you know? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes we thought that we know like every aspect of that person. We thought we know, Mm -hmm. but maybe that's still like just from our own perspective, kind of like an illusion, but maybe like more Mm well-rounded illusion, but still like it's from our point of view, right? It's Mm -hmm. not as objective, it is, is. Mm-hmm. but it's just really hard to be you know completely objective when we're viewing others, yeah,
0: yes, now that I think it's never gonna be objective,
1: yeah. yeah it's exactly, so we're just like facing our own like perception of other people, even when it comes to like relationships and significant others, so I think it really depends on like how like how much we wanna accept mm-hmm. from that person and how we wanna like how much we wanna learn about that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just yeah. And also like to which aspect you wanna learn about that person also is also like different for
0: mm-hmm. each one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, the the point you made about mm-hmm. never actually having the objective mm-hmm. You can never see the whole yes.
1: person, right? Like, it's just
0: never. Unless you become them. Yeah. Mm hmm. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. The... Wow. I just lost the thought that I had, but. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me come back to it. Mm-hmm. Um...
1: Yeah. Take your time.
0: Ah, yeah. Mm. Maybe the distinction between loving the idea of a person like the Mm. idealized version of them versus them for who they are Mm. is that Mm. the second one is going to be more unconditional Mm. yeah so even if they are intriguing or not intriguing you're still gonna have the same love for them Mm.
1: yeah (laughs) but i was just thinking like you know for yeah, I I really agree that because I feel like I've never had that feeling of like, oh, accept all mm-hmm. the, you know, all the goods and flaws in one person, like in a person, I never experienced that. Mm-hmm. But I want to believe that when you actually love someone, you can accept both the good and flaws. But mm-hmm. what if, you know, I feel like for me, mm-hmm. I'm also believing that your attitude, like, your affection would change over time, right?
0: Yes.
1: Yeah, and then, like, if the flaws, like, just kind of adds on, or, like, you know, as time passed by, like, you just find out that there's, like, more, not more flaws, but, like, sometimes they're, like, kind of unbearable for you. Getting worse. Yeah, it's, like, Mm. getting worse. And your love could possibly change right mm. so
0: yeah yeah i think there was a saying that the only permanent thing in this world is that
1: um mm. uh,
0: everything is temporary mm.
1: yeah exactly exactly yeah i feel like everyone kind of like because one of my friends are like oh when you're like love someone it's like different it's like a whole different feeling but i feel like it might be a little bit like glorifying love
0: oh for sure
1: <laughs> yeah people feel like oh there must be some kind of like like everlasting love and like but for me at least right
0: now is kind of
1: like impossible
0: yes <laughs> yeah I, I don't know you know mm. but maybe what you're saying right now
1: mm.
0: um is different from what i'm thinking because you're saying your love like the feeling of it can change right Mm -hmm, yeah i don't think love is just a feeling Mm, then what it is yeah i just
1: (laughs) i want to know more about it
0: yeah (laughs) uh love like Mm. yes it's the feeling you get it's the attraction the affection and everything but then i also feel like it's Mm. A lot of work, responsibility, Mm. commitment, effort. Mm. So it's partly out of your control the feelings you're getting. But partly also in your control. Whether you're choosing to make that effort. Whether you're choosing to stay committed. Mm. Whether you're choosing to keep working. To make it work. Yeah.
1: But also, partly, Mm. the other people. Like the other ones choice too. Whether they want to continue working or like. Continue to be committed to it. To make it better. Yeah. So it's like three parts. (laughs) Your feelings, your effort. Oh, four parts. Their feelings and their
0: efforts. Yeah. Mm. So it's... Yeah. Still more out of control. (laughs) Yeah. And something about... You said about glorifying love. Mm. I can feel that so much. Like... Mm especially maybe at this age like mm. people our age or mm. friends mm. or like peers or acquaintances mm. they're so indulged in the idea of love and yeah. ha- having that feeling being in a relationship and mm. just romance mm. I feel like a lot of people just spend way too much time on it you know mm. when there's so much more in life <laughs>
1: yeah yeah exactly Mm. what
0: about you what about your dreams what about your feelings what about Mm. the other commitments you're making Mm. what about you conquering your fears or what about Mm. you trying out new things Mm. challenging yourself Mm. because at the end of the day you're the only person who Mm. will always be with you like Mm. realistically like Mm. and you're the only person who's going to be feeling the sadness with you. Feeling mm. the happiness with you. Mm. Feeling the fears with you.
1: Mm. And you're
0: the only person who can fully take charge of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at the end of the day, maybe... Try to give as much priority to yourself as you are giving to romance and love and the significant other. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, I just really love how you always
1: have this attitude of like, you know, um, (laughs) yourself is Mm -hmm. important too. Yeah. I just really love your attitude on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I know like a lot of people girls especially Mm -hmm. they're like, you know, maybe it's it's because of the culture, obviously they're told that, Mm -hmm. oh, like in your life you're gonna meet the one and like relationships so important you're gonna feel the love that's like a good thing for you and i feel like girls are actually easier to you know to get more drawn into the relationship and like Mm. kind of ignoring their own personal like growth their personal development and like yeah and also that's kind of for me, too, I feel like when it comes to not only relationship, but also, like, even for friendship or, like, for, you know, human relationship in general, sometimes I will feel like, oh, I want to do something. Like, for example, actually, I'm just going to be very honest. So, for example, I'm going to, like, I, I want to go study abroad next fall, right? Yeah. But then, like, I would think, oh, but if I go study abroad... I wouldn't be able to see you for, like, a semester or even a year. Yes. Right? And then there's, like, also other friends who are graduating, like, next fall. And then I wouldn't be able to spend, like, the last semester with them together. Mm -hmm. So I I would even think, like, oh, should I do it? Like, should I not? Because I want to keep those like you know relationships Mm -hmm. around me too i want to spend time to connect with people Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's just a problem for me (laughs) yeah i don't necessarily like that but i can see myself doing that and i feel like i need to follow your attitude (laughs) but the
0: thing is like even if i'm saying this now Mm. to be honest i've never fully committed to someone so i don't know if i Mm. will change when i like fully do commit to that person you know Mm, mm. maybe i am having this attitude because i'm always refusing to commit
1: Mm. maybe
0: i am refusing to commit because i want to keep myself fully to Mm. myself you know
1: Mm. i think that's good like it's a good thing that you're like keeping yourself fully to yourself right Mm.
0: but sometimes maybe like Mm. actually committing to a person teaches you more Mm. because um i've heard someone say that being in a long committed relationship teaches you so much Mm -hmm. in such a like short period of time Mm. that you alone could maybe never learn Mm. because you would need that person's input Mm. and interaction Mm -hmm. to learn Mm. And I do think you learn a lot from a relationship. Mm. And I just think there needs to be a balance.
1: Mm, Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I am on the other end, and some people are on the other end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're, like, on different end of the spectrum somehow. Yeah, Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Yeah, the relationship's definitely, like, a thing. A thing? (laughs) They, like, actually teach everyone a lot I think yeah Mm. Mm. how you connect with other how you're like you know trying to communicate Mm. and like being like you know having this empathy with other I think that's a really important part like Mm. to to try to feel like how the other one's
0: feeling Mm. yeah Mm. I just also forgot something I was about to say when we remember. Yeah. Um I had a like really big revelation. Oh, yes. Oh. When you said mm. that sometimes you would um like, give up your priorities or like what you want just for the other person. Mm. I think I'm working
1: on that, (laughs) but like still, I would think about it,
0: yeah. Yeah, uh, Mm. that made me think about Mm. something that Mm. I also think I struggle with, Mm. which is um, not feeling guilty about putting myself first.
1: Mm. Okay, since we
0: cut something off, so here, please bear with our abrupt transition. Just like what Malcolm said to Marie, like, this is so cheesy, but bear with me. But because I'm very honest, like, I love the way you see the world. Oh, yeah, for real. I think I love you're...
1: your way of seeing the world. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: because you bring so much. Lightness to a lot of heavy things, you know. Mm. Remember the time you lost your phone? Oh, we're laughing about it. Yeah, and <laughs> our flight getting canceled, but we're <laughs> laughing about it. Yes,
1: it's because it's
0: us <laughs> and eating yeah. a bagel and uh. just like chilling you know?
1: and <laughs> looking up music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and hops. Oh my god
0: and you bring so much lightness to heavy things that Mm. other people would be crushed by Mm. and you just even like the girl like even Mm. the time you had to write a 3,000 word essay I thought it was a cool experience to get (laughs) and just how you see everything as Mm. something very cool to experience very Mm. uh, very like delighted to be facing all of these random Mm. both good and bad things Mm. is what makes you very nice and very like attractive person Mm. to be around
1: because i think it's not just to clarify it's not me i think it's us (laughs) yeah because like it's like yeah maybe if i'm with another person it's gonna be a different scenario too like you know Mm. for example when i lost my phone like Mm. Maybe there other one's gonna react differently too. And it mm-hmm. would make me feel like, oh no, like, that's something serious. But we're, like, both, like, taking it, like, you know, easy. It's, like, fine. We're gonna <laughs> find it anyway. Yeah, it's, like, just how we are, like, viewing the world. And how we are very open to all the new experiences. Like, even though, like, something... Maybe it's, like, something bad, but we're trying to see it as a lesson. Mm. How we are, like, seeing it together. I think that's us, you know? It's not just me. It's us. Yeah.
0: I think that's the very important part about compatibility between Mm. people. Mm. Because if you're compatible and your uh, good things are amplifying each other even more, Mm. that's when life is easy.
1: Mm, That's mm. when life
0: is easy. Life is easy with you.
1: Oh what? yes. I feel that.
0: True. <laughs> like life is easy with you. <laughs> oh, oh with some people, like I'm always drawn to think that life is work, something mm-hmm. you should overcome, something mm. you should be fighting for, mm. constantly like putting so much effort. But mm. with you we're oh. like Life is easy as fuck. Yes! (laughs) Let's try! (laughs) so enjoyable. Like, Mm. you get satisfaction out of it, not, Mm. like, dread out of it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, I remember someone telling me that, like, a lot of European cultures uh, Mm. get satisfaction from living, whereas in the U.S., it's all about, like, grinding, work and work. Oh, really? You know? Mm. And I think maybe europe would be fitting for us <laughs> maybe we should go to
1: europe yeah mm. <laughs> we should go there sometimes
0: because you know like in some european countries like mm. the whole country has a nap time <gasps> oh um, wow. wow that's so cool <laughs> yeah, and just the way they live is so much easier than mm. in the u.s where mm. like consultants and investment bankers work like 100 hours a week, right? Oh my god, you need to work your ass
1: out of that. <laughs> yeah, that's mm, definitely so different. But I feel like in China too, in terms of like how you work, like how you live your life, you know, like at least China now, there's like a culture of like, you need to, you know, work all the time, you need to work hard, you need to grind up all the shits, you know, it's really similar to the ones like to the culture here in the u.s yeah like from there's a saying that's like nine nine six in china it's like morning you go to work at nine, and then you go off work at 9 p.m and then you work six days a week
0: nine nine six
1: that's like for a lot of companies in china right now
0: yeah that's 72 hours yeah it's like a lot yeah that's too
1: much. I know, but the whole society just kind of like you work, you're not like getting money, or you're out, you know. You either accept that
0: or you have no job. And yeah. You know, this, like, the system that is prioritizing work so much mm-hmm. and making you believe that, like, you have to work. This much in order to be able to live
1: mm.
0: is what makes you guilty about having too much fun. fun. Mm. But an alternative system maybe where mm. the work and life balance and is more, mm. like, better than this system. Mm. You wouldn't feel as much guilty about having fun. Mm. And your parents wouldn't make you feel like you are having way too much fun because... Mm. The ratio of fun to work will be different in that mm. system, in that mm. alternative universe, you mm. know? Yeah. And sometimes you feel like a bad person just because you're not fit for the system, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah. When exactly. in fact,
0: it's nothing wrong about you, it's just not, it's just you not fitting into the system.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like under this such a toxic like, system, I don't, I feel like most people wouldn't fit, but we're forced to be in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And also when you're just like saying about work-life balance and all that kind of thing, I was just thinking like, you know, sometimes we think about when you are work, it's work and it's not part of your life. But what if you're working with something that you actually like and it can be really fun part of your life, right? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't necessarily be like a torture or like a thing that you need to like force yourself yeah you you need to force yourself to go through Mm. instead it could be an enjoyable process if you're actually working for something that you're genuinely interested in and you feel like it's meaningful for you and also maybe other people too i feel like that's also a thing just about you know because Recently, I feel like I've, we've been all exposed to the whole career choosing thing, mm-hmm. like, what, what should we do in the future, like, you know, and I've been thinking about that too, and at least for me, I think it sounds really idealistic, but I want to work for something that I actually like, and I don't want my life to be like, when I'm working, it's a,
0: Like, it's not my life.
1: I want work to be part of my life. And a really important part of my life, you know? Uh,
0: I remember telling you on the night we played the We're Not Really Strangers game Mm. that I I admire how you are not afraid to live by your way. Mm. And because I think it takes a lot of courage, Mm. but also strength
1: Mm. to
0: deviate from the path that everyone is going through because it's so easy to go through an already established path an already established system if you're trying to break the system and live by your own way it's gonna take a lot of first of all effort a lot of balls yes and um i was just thinking is it possible for everyone to live doing what they love
1: i think okay it's definitely uh, I, i'm really glad that like my family my parents they're very supportive and like i think it's actually a privilege that i can choose to work what i mm-hmm. love because i know like for a lot of people there's like limited choices in front of them mm-hmm. and i i I hate to say that, but have the support from my parents to try things out. I think it's really like a privilege. It's just not only myself, but also the people around me that kind of make make this possible. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for that too. Yeah. And it, also I respect all people's choices too, you know, cause that's what they want to do. Yeah.
0: Mm. Yeah. and maybe for some people nine to five is what they want to do you know mm. and there's no shame in that Yeah,
1: exactly no shame yeah mm.
0: someone um i don't really agree with the wording but the idea is um similar to what we were just talking about but someone said that there are also great mediocre people You know, <laughs> like so just some people who choose to go through the already established path mm. and they actually enjoy it and they're good at it, mm, so good for them, yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. exactly. It's just personal choices, right? Mm. Just do whatever like feels more comfortable and ha like what brings more happiness to you, mm. just go with that, yeah, mm yeah, because we all have different value system like. Yeah, how can we get the most out from our lives? Yeah. Just depends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I wish Mm.
0: uh, people could respect that choice too because a lot of, like, influencers and a lot Mm. of, like, uh, the hype around, like, you know, being your own boss and, like quitting your nine to five is very really unrealistic for some people
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: not just for their like preference but for their like abilities mm. and their conditions like, mm. it's unrealistic
1: mm. yeah it's like a challenge sometimes mm. sometimes they don't have this choice mm. in their list you know like yeah, yeah. so wow well, we need to be more respectful and like think more about how everyone's in different environments. How many minutes is that?
0: Oh! it's oh, so long! Oh my god! So that's a glimpse into a regular night in Dana 315. Damn!
1: That's so long. I thought we only like talked for like 30 minutes or something. Yeah. It's like an hour, <laughs> really? Okay, yeah. That's just how we usually talk. <laughs> And um (laughs) Good night. Yeah. (laughs) Good night if you're listening this at night. If anyone's listening. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, gonna stop this.